This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the Memorial Day weekend edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco. It's great to be with everybody. we got a holiday weekend with lots of baseball, a Game 7 in the NHL tonight, tons of great basketball, so much to talk about, Mikey. And uh, i got to tip our cap uh, you know, to each other here because we crushed it last week on The Odds Couple. We're going to try to do it again. You already gave out the Houston Astros money line at home tonight against San Diego. That was the Carmen and Yurko bonus play earlier. So everybody get in on that. But let's try to make some money again this weekend, Mike. Yeah, Carmen, it's good to talk to you. Good to see Randy again. And uh, uh, nice sweater, by the way. Who thought that we were going to pull those out? Uh, On May 28th, Mike. Yeah, some from the Perry Como collection. But that's beside the point. You know how Randy dresses. But but beside the point, I just want to say that sports – has been great. We're having a good time, having winning picks. I'll have a different look on my Twitter handle next week because I'm celebrating 30 years of broadcasting because I didn't get started until I was like 38. 30 years. And, yeah, it went fast. And uh, I I, I have that going on and a couple other deals I'll be announcing going on, but it's really always good to be on uh, the number one wagering terrestrial radio show in America. That's right, where we give out winners, Mike. 4-0! 4-0 last week. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, the bonus play was a win. I mean, it was just, it was great. I gave out Boston Bruins 3-1. to I'm coasting. When you put your hands behind your head as you're watching the game, it's all good. That's right. And uh, now a lot of people think Boston's got a pretty nice path out of the East with the Pens yeah. losing. And, I mean, they're the second choice right now uh, behind the Avs to win the Stanley Cup. I so. had the Islanders the other night, nice and uh, I was scared to death. But yeah. if you don't have goaltending, and this is one thing I'd like to bring up before we start going. Yeah. I had a debate with my uh, my partner on another on another podcast at Win Daily, Johnny Jansen. I, we we seem to think that a goalie may be as important in sports as the quarterback. Come playoff time, it sure seems to be absolutely because you know a Jeff Hostetler can win, mm-hmm. a Doug Williams can win. You know you can have a second string quarterback. We saw what happened even with the '85 Bears. If you needed a Fuller, if yeah. you needed the Tomzak. But if you don't have a good goalie, I mean, everybody agrees. Pittsburgh lost because mainly their goaltending. Now, there's a freak show called the Chicago Blackhawks who back in the day had a better defense than their goalies. Anthony Niemi was good, but you had Brown, you had Seabrook, you had all the uh, Dunk- Duncan Keith. Yeah. You had a great defense in front of very good goalies. But I think you need as good a goaltender as you need a quarterback sometime. It makes a big difference. I think you're right. I mean, we always use that expression when a goalie stands on his head. I mean, they can steal games. They can yep. steal series. You know, They uh, can ruin you. They can Absolutely. They can ruin you. Like they Pittsburgh. Can you. Yes. Uh, you look at what's happening. You know, we got a game seven tonight. There's one game in the NHL. And, you know, the Knights really dominated the play in game five. Should have probably eliminated the, the Wild, after going up 3-1. Yeah. And they couldn't. And then the Wild go back home and they win another game. They, they they pitch a shutout. And, you know, like weird, funny things can happen. The puck can bounce funny ways. But if the goalie is great and playing at his best, 
it can make a world of difference probably more than any other position in hockey come playoff time. Yeah, I'll right. tell you this. I know nothing about most of the players. I, I, I had some of my greatest runs betting uh, hockey or, or picking hockey for various services over the last two, three years, Carm. But I'll tell you this. The odds have been so astronomical. That I haven't been able to put a lot. I don't want to put a lot down yeah. on Carolina uh, minus 180 or right. something like that. A lot of the odds have been lopsided, and a lot of the games haven't been. Uh, to be honest with you, there's been some really tight games, a lot of overtime games too, as usual. Where you're sweating it. You're right. And the Knights yeah. tonight are a pretty big favorite. You're talking Absolutely. about a minus 170 money yeah, line on. favorite. Yeah, and I, I you making uh, speaking of the Hurricanes, I did have the Hurricanes money line last night, and. You know, it's it's a, it's scary when all of a sudden right. you got to go to overtime. Now they scored early in overtime, they end that series, and that's a winner. But yeah, the contests seem to have been tight, and some of the spreads. I mean, are that's a lopsided. new baseball glove for your kid. That's right, absolutely. People don't understand that oh, the kid's playing ball with his bare hands. What happened? My dad lost it on Carolina. I mean, I mean you, you know, <laughs> you can't go out and say that. Merkin will tell you too, because his son is even uh, older and and very sure. good and plays at a high level of travel. I mean, with baseball equipment, I mean these DeMarini bats. Oh, Dad, uh, I want this DeMarini uh, USSSA bet. It's only $300. I'm like, three? are you out of your mind? Three? You're not. I ran into a guy a few years back. I go, how you doing? You look sort of down. He goes, like, I still make a pretty decent living. I go, but you look sort of destitute. He goes, well, my kid plays traveling hockey. That's it. Oh, I mean, that's it. it. Hockey, you can really forget about the it. The equipment cost them more than my dad played for a 1962 Buick. That's right. The equipment alone will cost you 2500 bucks, <laughs> let alone the league fees. I mean, and Merkel tell you, I mean, a glove, a, a really good glove. A I Wilson had an 82000 It put me in hock for years. An 82000 remember that. They're, they're, right? they're, they're $250, bucks, Merkel. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And it's every year. You every, need, year. every year. It's crazy. Every year they need a new glove. Needs a new bat, needs a new oh, glove. Oh, that's uh, enough of that. No. I, I agree. I used, to say, I used the same glove for 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> I used my, I still have my Lully Aparicio uh, when I catch meatballs from the wife. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, so that's game seven tonight. I, I do kind of like the Knights, but I, I did, I'm not playing it no. probably because it's too much of a lopsided I'd line. I'd like it to be 140, 130. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, even if you bet the, the puck line, you go to 200. Exactly. Minus, You're minus, minus 190. Come yeah, on. But the puck line is minus 190. Right. So Mike's right. It's not a game I'm going to play tonight. No. I will sit and watch and enjoy game seven because they're usually pretty fun in the NHL. Uh, we yeah. got three playoff games in the NBA tonight, Mike. The playoffs have been good, I think, in basketball. Yeah. The Dogs dominated last weekend to the tune of 7-2 and two against the number, but then we flipped to Monday, and Monday through last night, all of a sudden the favorites are dominating. Yep. How about 9-2 and two against the number? So they've kind of ruled the week, and I think we got three pretty good matchups. Yeah, well, the tonight. reason they might have to have a midseason tournament to keep interest in the NBA regular season is because you might end up seeing the Lakers versus the Brooklyn Nets where the, the, the collective bodies that were pertinent played about 25 games. Yeah. Like they were playing at Margate Park. In a, in, a, in a men's league. So, you know, uh, I really i am surprised about the Clippers a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, like I tell people, until you get to the other side. There's an argument to be made if Kawhi Leonard had stayed with Toronto. They might have won last year. Mm. Uh, you know, now he goes over there. He's being exposed a little bit. That's the biggest surprise, I think, in the playoffs. It seems like Donich has picked up his game a little bit, and that's a good line for tonight, minus two and a half as of this taping right now, and I have a pick for this game later on because it's very interesting what's going on with the Clippers. Is the chemistry right? Is Leonard going to take over? Does he have that will to take over now? They have spurts. You see what happens, or is Donich just kicking it up? I mean, Donich has been absolutely fantastic. Yep. 
Can't say enough good things about him for nope. his age, his IQ. I mean, he's just everything he's about him. He's got stats similar to LeBron. And he does. saying that his starts at, is as good as LeBron's start at the same age. It might be even better, Mike. Yeah. I mean, he's doing things. Well, that, he's a better shooter. Yeah. And, it, and it he was, doesn't hide. He wants the ball. LeBron hit for a while. People forget this. He hid when uh, the games were pertinent. He was the big star. Now, since then, he's been known as the great fac- facilitator. He could have a 19-point game now, and, and nobody – it's all, all the pressure's on Anthony Davis. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. LeBron's got to score a little bit more, too. But right now, Chris Paul's everything that I've told Carmen and everybody else that will listen on ESPN 1000. He's a regular season hero. Mm. That's what he is. He can get you so far. And it's not just his fault. They're a young team, and they can't guard the inside. Of Anthony Davis is having his way. He's too good. You're right. And it stinks that Chris Paul keeps getting hurt come playoff time. We were talking about another injury. Yeah, but he's injury. never really gone deep when he was healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't think he's ever made it to – has he made it to a conference no, final? I don't think no. he's ever made it to I a conference final. I think his greatest feat yeah. was making Wake Forest the winner. Yeah, and what were they paying there? If if Tim Duncan and and and, Chris, and Chris Paul found their way to Wake Forest, <laughs> come on! How did they find their way to Wake? I Forest? mean, who was the coach from Blue Chips? Uh, right, right. Yeah. He's Nick, an angel. Nick, 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 Nick Nolte's Nolte, an angel right. compared Nolte. to the Wake. What was that Odom? Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, they had, the yeah, guy was, looked like Don Knotts, and they had nothing but studs. Yeah, was it Dave Odom? Is that who it was? Yeah. yeah, I think it was Dave Odom. Yeah, wow. Yeah, the Clippers map should be fun tonight too. I'm glad Mike's got to play on that. Well, yep. I think. And and I'm eager to hear what Mike has to say about it later when he gives his his pick. But I I just think for the Clippers, like basically their last two off seasons kind of comes down to like tonight. I mean, you're down 0-2. You lost both games at home. You went out last year. You signed Kawhi. You trade all these picks for Paul George. Then you fizzle out in the bubble. You fire Doc Rivers. You bring in Ty Lue. I mean, like, everything they've done, yeah. like, kind of culminates the, with, can you show up and make this a series tonight? And you don't hear from the owner anymore. The guy that was jumping around, yeah, Bomber. Bomber. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he, the last time I saw him, he jumped around like I jumped around when I got the Batman car right. as an 11-year-old, yeah. as a kid. Right, I mean, yeah. he was like, and he's just disappeared. Doc Rivers left him. Uh, they were supposed to win it all with Paul and right. and Jordan and those guys, and 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 Blake Griffin. It just didn't happen. I mean, the disintegration of that team. Mm. Uh, I think doesn't get talked enough about because the speculation was they were going to be the first team in town. They'll never be yep. the first team in town. I said earlier this week the Lakers are the the Lakers are Tupac. The Lakers are 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 Biggie. The Lakers are the Beasties. You know, you know who you know who the Clippers are, huh? D- Joey Fatone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean seriously. A little bit or of a vanilla drop ice. Off. Yeah, vanilla ice. There you go. That's a good one. All right, I mean, we've got we've got a couple other NBA playoff games to talk about. Lots of baseball, so uh, plenty for us to discuss as we get you set for the holiday weekend. Don't go anywhere. Luke Pergani from Prop Swap. <laughs> That's our guy. He's going to join us to talk about what's hot for the weekend up at Prop Swap and some of the futures tickets that are for sale. We'll discuss that with Luke when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the holiday edition, the Memorial Day weekend edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Carmen DeFalco, Mike North with you. And we talk every week with one of the two founding members of PropSwap, a Chicago guy. He is the one and only Luke Pergandy. Luke Mickelson. Well, he wants oh some money God. for everybody. What's up, Luke? Hey, guys. What's up, Luke? Hey, Mike. Hey, Carm. The best thing 
that someone did, at least one person, because you yep. talked about earlier, somebody had that Brooks Kepka ticket. He was the favorite, even though he was, what, I think a shot off the lead. He was the favorite. Phil was the second choice. Brooks was about plus 150 as the favorite to win it. The guy had a ticket to win on Brooks, and you know what he did Sunday morning? He sold it, and he turned 20 bucks into 400 bucks on prop swap. That's the smart thing to do, Luke. Yep. It's, uh, golf continues to just ex- exceed all of our expectations for how people are utilizing prop swap. Um, it's just perfect for this website. Um, and, yeah, we, you know, that's probably the most notable ticket that lost. He turned 20 bucks into 400 by selling on Sunday morning. And remember, everyone's like, whoa, what about the guy that paid 400 It's like, again, if he would have went into a casino, whether it's Points Bet in Illinois or MGM in Las Vegas, any casino, he would have had to put up about $500. Yeah. yeah. By, it was about plus, he got plus 155. The market was around plus 145, plus 150. The so yeah. buyer gets the best price in the country. Seller turns a twenty dollars ticket into four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's it's awesome right now. What's going on? Golf stealing the headlines from uh, uh, the NHL, the NFL. I want to say to Phil, I didn't believe in him. I should have probably it. bet him. I didn't believe in Phil, but his wife didn't even show up for God's sake. So, <laughs> right. I mean, I looked at it that way. Also, I don't know if she thought he was even going to win. But I will say this: now we got the big match coming up, where tickets will be sold. I'm sure for this, DeChambeau, and you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I would have preferred. Uh, uh, Kepka to Mickelson, but that's not going to happen in Brady. This could be, I mean, I know it's a charity, not a charity thing. I know it's a regular, like, fun match, but it's turned sort of vicious. This is only going to be good for prop swap, isn't it, Luke? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, so you typically don't see a ton of size when an amateur event like that. You don't see a ton of size. Right. That's like, no one's betting ten grand on something like that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, there'll be some fun props. I'm sure DraftKings or some of the more you know progressive sports books will hang, and then if they do, you can post them on PropSwap. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of uh, Mavs tickets right now, right up two zero, kind of shocking everybody. You know, the Clippers asked for this. They kind they wanted to avoid yep. the Lakers side of the bracket. They wanted the Mavericks, and now they're in an O two hole. I still think the Clippers will have something to say about this series, but history is not on their side. And I got to imagine. It's uh, it, you know, it, it's kind of tickets are moving on prop swap with the Mavericks up 2-0 right now, Luke. Definitely, um, yeah, we have. So they were uh, 60 to one, even 80 to one to win the NBA Finals earlier this season. They are all the way down to 14 to one in some sports books. The Dallas Mavericks are, and to your point, the Clippers asked for this. So you know, the Clippers were the third highest team entering the playoffs. It was Brooklyn, LA Lakers, and then LA Clippers. So they were about four to one, five to one in some places. They're all the way down to twenty-one to one odds. I mean, are there any buyers right kind of like? Are, are there any buyers kind of jumping and thinking, okay, the Clippers will be okay? They still got. Uh, when am I ever going to get the Clippers at twenty to one, and that they're buying tickets, right. or is it kind of flat with the Clippers right now on the site? No, no, we have people snagging the Clippers. I think you have a lot of guys who are just fed up, and they're kind of like, all right, like, you know, we, we lost the first game, but we'll bounce back, and then they lose the second game. And, you know, kind of nerves set in. And some of these stars just like, let me get out of this Clippers future. And, yes, we're absolutely having people buying the dip, as they say. Just buy low on the Clippers. And, you know, you're you're only betting a a little to win a lot now at odds of 20 to 1. We've been selling Clippers tickets at 30 to 1, um, which I understand. They're, you know, down 2-0. But 
they're clearly more talented than Dallas, but if Luka keeps doing what he's doing at this, was he 22 years old? I mean, yeah. what, what he's doing is, is just out of this world. I, I could sit, I, I could guarantee you this Kawhi Leonard's family is going to sell some of the ticket Clipper tickets on Cross Swap. <laughs> That's how, how bad things look right now. Don, he's just pulled, put his game up another level, Luke. Yeah. No, he, he looks incredible. Uh, and Kawhi's, you know, Kawhi's playing well yeah, enough. Playing he's right. the he same did. story with Paul George every year. Like this playoff yep. PD, he just, he just crumbles. It's, I know we're only two games in, but like, at what point do we just agree this guy just doesn't perform well in the postseason? Yeah, they just had no answers for Luca. They've been able to score. They were both pretty efficient in Game Two, and they still lost because Luca dropped thirty nine mm-hmm. on him. Uh, Luke, as always, thank you for the time. Everybody check out PropSwap, PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells its sports wagers. Have a great holiday weekend. We'll see you next week. Okay, Luke? Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Mike. Be safe. There's Luke Luke Federal Express the tickets. Federal Express the tickets. I love it. Luke coming into town next week. Yeah, going. I'm supposed to be going out there to the to the White Sox game, yeah. and I I saw I thought they still had regular tickets, no. but they don't now, right? No more hard tickets. It's all mobile. Everything's digital now. Yeah, you wow. You, you see, right in your email, and you could you have to put it right on well, your phone. Well, people know how to do that. Oh I yeah, still, she'll take care. I have a flip phone still, so forget about it. You have a flip phone. You know, great. Uh, I can't imagine. I mean, I have enough with the iPad. I'm home all day, so right? forget about it. Nets and Celtics tonight. That's one of three mm-hmm. on the NBA card. In Boston, uh, the Celtics have looked terrible, I think, as most people probably figured, other than maybe the first half of Game 1. They're just without uh, Jalen yep. Brown. I mean, they, they just don't have much of a chance. And with the Nets having, for now, all three of their guys healthy, I mean, the numbers, Mike, the, the, the eye test, the advanced analytic numbers, when the three of them are on the court together, I mean, I, it, it, the, the numbers are staggering. Yeah. Just how efficient they've been offensively. It's amazing. I still don't think they're going to win it all. I think if I if you ask me who's going to win it, Brooklyn or the field, I would say the field right now. Uh, because Boston, like you said, I mean, losing Brown was like uh, uh, Jordan losing Pippen, you know, yeah. something like that. I mean, that was his right-hand man talking about Tatum. Uh, Tatum still has big games, uh, but they just don't have enough. Uh, Kimball Walker's alien right now. He might not even play. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean so it just... You know, who, a lot of injuries in sports. They got huge training staffs. You know, I heard Steve Stone talking about hamstring pulls because yep. of COVID last year. They've always had injuries in baseball. They've been having so many injuries in baseball, but this year with the legs, the obliques, maybe they're doing. And plus, uh, players are not only using trainers from their own teams, but trainers that they hire. Right. And some at, at some point, give your body a rest. I mean, players never used to get hurt like they're getting hurt now. They never did. Yeah, Celtics, pretty big underdog at home tonight, about yeah. seven, seven and a half. Boston's just four and six against the numbers. Just think about what dog. you said. Nope. I'm not going to bet the game. Nope, I didn't have either. a good read. Nope. But, but the fact is, if Boston was really the Boston Celtics, the yeah. Bird Celtics, they'd never be get. They'd never be getting points like seven that. and a half in a playoff Come on. game. Yeah, and they're just not a good cover at home. Period. This no. Week. So yeah, game I'm staying away from tonight. Yep. As well, um, we're going to talk some MLB when we come back. We'll work through a bunch of games on the board, including White Sox and Orioles, a little bit later tonight. Hopefully, they get that one in. There was a threat of a lot of rain earlier, but it looks like now that that's kind of cleared. It's just going to be a cold, chilly, damp night on the south side, but they should be able to play. So we'll talk a little baseball, some more future conversation. Jim Miller's got ponies in a little bit. Jimmy! That's our guy. And then Mikey and I have some of our best plays trying to uh, do what we did last week when we went 4-0. and oh. We will do our best. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple. 
This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app, you'll get the Encore Replay Tomorrow morning and every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. We are presented, as always, by PopSwap. But the podcast and all the guys, they do a great job. Great job. Absolutely. Make sure you've got that ESPN Chicago app. Everybody needs to have it so you can always catch up. Uh, Make sure you follow Mike on Twitter. Always giving out free plays, the Mm -hmm. stuff with Wynn Daly. He is at North to North on Twitter. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. And we're going to give our best plays a little bit later on. Baseball been good to you? You starting to get uh, onto baseball a little bit, Mike? Because I know you wanted to slow play it early in the season. Mm-hmm. Are you starting to feel like you're getting in the groove with baseball? Oh, yeah. I hit the Phillies uh, yesterday. They won. Uh, but, you know, the late-night games have been giving me fits. Yeah. I take Texas uh, yesterday. Yeah, Seattle lost, wins 5 yep. to nothing. Yeah. You know, two middle-of-the-road teams. Yep. Um, Oakland. L.A., the late games seem to have no rhyme or reason. The system seems to thrive on the earlier games. Hmm. Been doing well uh, with the Cubs. Been uh, The Sox, I haven't had a whole lot of action on the White Sox. But like I said earlier, they're befuddling everybody. I mean, they're befuddling Vegas and everybody else. Uh, they, they, they happen to be very clutch. La Russa, uh, I don't know how many people talked about this, but uh, by letting him swing at 3-0 the other day, in a slump, that's just genius managing. He could have given them the take sign at 3-0 yeah. and, oh, and tested your, the urinator, if you will, to see if he'd listen to him. But no, you know what he says? This guy's in a slump. All right, 3-0 yeah. and oh swing. He might come in with a fastball. Bang! The kid launched a rock. I mean, this guy's as strong as any hitter I've seen the last 10 years. Yeah, as far as hitting goes, yeah. it's too bad he's one-dimensional. Uh, but, my God, I mean, you throw a fastball his way. I would never throw him a fastball. All garbage. Yeah, and he, but even the, even the change-up, he seems to have the ability to sit back and win. Right. He's a good hitter. I mean, he is. Oh. He, he swings hard. You're right. I mean, he the, the home run he hit last night. I mean, yeah, he crushed it. He absolutely crushed it. And, you know, I said the other day on Twitter, see, I'm trying to get my Twitter handle where I'm just going to do handicapping, so I'm trying to wean off the debating. It's too much <laughs> aggravation. I just like talking like this. But but what's funny is I said, oh, the hot shot ain't so hot anymore. Man, people came after me like, you can't even say a guy's in a slump. Ryan McGuffey, my good buddy, yeah. our good buddy, put, it, put up his stats over seven games. They were anemic. Yeah. I said the hot shot ain't so hot anymore. Man, White Sox fans came after me. Well, you know how tw- that's what Twitter is. Oh, yeah, so I loved it. I mean, my die. God. I didn't say the guy sucked. No. I mean, he's having a fabulous year. He's still hitting 330. Yeah, 340, I think. Yeah, yeah 330, I mean, 340. Look, he's still got a. I mean, his look OPS at you. He's over on me. I say 330. You jump 340. 340. 340 yeah. Mike. <laughs> Don't give it. Don't short him those ten points in the batting average. The, the Orioles are not a good baseball team. Oh, Mike, I know wish it. they were. The, I mean, I know someday they might be. They actually have some talent in that system. Uh, Mancini's a good player. Adley Rush got hurt be last up. night. He did. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to play tonight. I mean, that's their best offensive player. The Sox are a huge favorite, and it's too much for me to. I'm surprised to play being them. Italian in this day and age, he pulled himself uh, out of the game. A, a Trey Mancini, really. A Trey Mancini, if you will. The Sox are too heavy of a favorite for me to play. I don't like laying yes. over two. You know, hundred to win a hundred. I think they'll win. They should feast on the Orioles. The you know, Keiko Harvey tonight. I'm, if anything, the weather's miserable. It's chilly. It's damp. It's cold. But 
I could see maybe some runs scored in this game if sure. anything tonight. Did you see the New Jerseys? I did. I like them. I, I like them. I, I like the hat a lot. What do you think? Yeah, I like the jerseys. South side, you know. I mean, you know, I don't know if North Side Sox fans like it. I think it's cool. Oh, I'd buy one if I was 12. I didn't even think about that if I was 12. Well, no, I got a lot of jerseys that I got over the years from working in radio, and I love them. Believe me, I got a Bill Melton jersey. Somebody uh, gave me for my, my 50th birthday. BB, I think, gave it to me number 14, the powder blue. Yeah. Oh. Classic. Oh. I'll buy, I'm going to buy that hat. I do like that. I don't buy jerseys much. I'm really not no. a jersey guy, but I will buy that hat. I like that. It's it's true. And yeah, I, guess the, I, mean, I, I guess the Cubs have their own version coming out soon, too. There's eight cities in MLB uh, where teams are doing this, and, and the Sox and Cubs are both going to have these new jerseys. That's awesome. I mean, you know, but I do want to say this. What I saw the other night was an abomination. All these jerseys have really in, had an influx in sports. There's no way the New York Knicks should not have worn their classic jerseys. For the first playoff game with that, the city that never sleeps, yeah. believe me, I was in New York about 10 years ago, and at 12.05 on Fifth Avenue, we couldn't find a bar that was open. It's amazing. <laughs> so there is, so please, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it, Carm. I mean, the Walt Frazier jerseys, at least for the First victory or the first time back at home or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. That is Are you an AAU guy? Did you like no, those jerseys? No, no. I would have preferred. I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, a, yeah. I'll go old school. Go classic Knicks. Like, you know, that. I all, all I'll say is watching that series so far, and especially watching game two, it's it feels, it's starting to all feel normal again. When you see that many people in New York, in the oh. guard, when you think about a year ago this time, what was happening in Manhattan. I got like, the shot the next day. They go, okay, we don't need masks anymore. <laughs> I go, God. I, I was debating about getting the shot because a lot of people aren't getting it. I'm glad And you I got said, it. because you know what? I got it. Did you Good. get it? I got it. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. Do you have Andy. a mole coming out of your neck? I do not. No. Do you? I think I got a microchip. Somebody's <laughs> walking You're from the to Bill Gates. Yes. He's, yeah, he's talking to somebody no. on the phone, Jimmy. But I mean, it, lo- it looks so great to see yep. the garden filled like that. As much as I hate the Knicks, and we talked about this on our show yesterday. Ooh. it it's easy to watch Derek and and Taj Tibbs a little bit. They're not me, a hateful Nick they're, team. They're not in, in, and I actually like seeing Derek have Listen, success like this. It's weird that I'm I almost covered cheering the for Bulls. the Knicks. I covered the Bulls and went to New York numerous times when they played them in the playoffs, and I'll never forget. It was me, Jesse Rogers, and Jigs, Jiggets. Anthony Mason came out, uh, and uh. I said, how you doing, Brick? That guy wanted to shoot me, man. The guy, I swear, because they we called him Brick Mason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, attitude, badasses, Pat Riley, showtime oh, yeah. to rough time. Yep. Uh, those were great teams. I liked Patrick Ewing's one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah? Well, I mean, the guy never took a night off. And he, sw- I mean, my God. He, he was must a beast. have lost 10,000 gallons of sweat. I know. I'm not kidding. I know. He was a sweaty he, Of any superstar that played against Jordan, I sort of feel bad. Patrick Ewing, who killed, busted his ass, never won anything. That's, a good, that's an interesting uh, right? debate or topic one yeah, day. You like, and, is you there a guy going to have that? That's a great topic. Like, is there? I, for me, it might be Barkley. but No way. I see what you're saying about and No Ewing. Malone, no Stockton. No, not Malone. Not Malone and Stockton. Totally I agree. Thought, I thought Ewing killed himself, and he was stuck with he Oakley did. and Starks and Mason. Good players, rough players, but they just play. I mean, Patrick Ewing. I never saw the guy with the dry uniform. He gave yeah, 150%. that's true. He was like the only somewhat likable guy on that team. Absolutely, like. that's a good I love point. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, 
I, love I do. That and, topic. and yeah, Jordan ruined everybody's life. I mean, he Barclays, did. Barclays. He ruined P- Gary Payton's uh, life. He ruined Stockton's life. He ruined Elo's life. Yeah, I was going to say Nance's life. How about Dorn's the Cavs? Life. Yeah. Right. Cavs. Think about the Cavs. The Cavs would have won one, two, or three. I know. Like Mark about- Price's life is ruined. <laughs> he wakes every mo- up every morning saying, "I never won anything," yeah. and they had a good enough team. With if if it's anybody but Jordan at that time and yeah. moment. I know. Right. I know it's 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 great stuff to remember yep. when you're a Bulls fan to remember oh, what Jordan did to those. Well, teams. what else we got? I know. Well, that's true. I'm probably I'm just praying that they they all come back better next year. Yeah, that's all. Me too. Uh, the division race out in the NL West is yep. uh, heating up as expected. Half game separates the Padres Ooh. and Dodgers. I think they've got the top two run differentials in the NL. Dodgers are still your favorite to win the World Series at plus three thirty. Uh, three thirty. Padres are third choice. The Yankees are second. The White Sox are eight to one. The fourth choice. You know what surprised me a little, Mike? That's, For as well as that's Tampa's? surprising. You think that's surprising? Well, I don't know if they think that the injuries are going to catch up with the White Sox. That's true. I think the only reason, look, if Eloy and the other Robert are still playing, I mean, they're pitching as good as anybody. It is. It's fantastic. Their bullpen, I'd like to see a little bit more consistent. But, I mean, they have a great manager. I mean, come on. They got all the pieces. I hate to sound like Wani, yeah. but they all the pieces seem to be in place for the White Sox to make a run. And, by the way, let me just say congratulations so far to the Cubs. I, I, I don't think you and I, I mean, 79 was the total, right? They're still, yeah, 79. They're that one. league is winnable. That division is winnable. I, and, and you got guys that want to win now because they're on contract years. From Mike's mouth to your ears, everybody, listen to what he just said. They're still the third choice. You could you could get wow. four times your money right if you bet it today. If you are confident in the Cubs, are you afraid of St. Louis? No, but here's now here's the caveat though. Milwaukee Yelich is back, but here's the Kane's thing. good. Four to one right now. The Cubs win the division. Here's the thing. I still think Bryant's probably going to get traded. Oh my God! And then that Nats, will be white flag revisit. Absolutely. Oh, there'll be a war. I'm you, telling th- Ricketts, this that will turn fans on Ricketts. I saw the Reinsdorf. I was there. Yep. It was the second year of, of the station. Oh, it was brutal. It was relentless every day. If they go that way and Bryant's having a great year yep. and they're in contention and they're like a game out. Are you kidding, Carmen? I'm totally with you, and wow. I think it's going to be an interesting talking point wow. right now. Oh, yeah. Chris Bryant is, I think, the sixth choice. Yeah, he's sixth choice for NL MVP. I think Rizzo's tradable more than than uh, than Bryant. Bryant has, like, listen to this, five different positions, only a, an error or two. I know. The guy, to me, look. He didn't do anything for a couple of years. I'm I'm sorry. I had no I, I I had no use for him. Well, last year was terrible. Let's face it. And, and yeah, and, and the year before was just okay. And 217 was good. 216 was fantastic. But he had had a downward spiral. I'm sorry. I if they're in it, you got to they're they're out to prove management wrong. This yeah, team. I think there you're was right. a comment by Rizzo who said that yeah. the other day. I think you're right. Yeah, they want to make it difficult on him. Absolutely. When we come back, Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy, we've got some best plays for you, including action in the NBA tonight and some baseball. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this holiday weekend, happy Memorial Day. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco, and we are The Odds Couple. 
and it's time to get some ponies for the weekend. They'll be running under the lights at Hawthorne. They're not afraid of a little wet, cold weather every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the harness meet all summer long on the near southwest side. And our guy from Hawthorne, the best in the business, the galloping gent, he is at Jim Miller. He's at Hawthorne Jim, excuse me, on Twitter. Jim Miller joins Jimmy! us. Jimmy! Hey, Jimmy! Gentlemen, this isn't going to stop us. This isn't even going to get close to stopping us. This is nothing when what we look at for what we've raced in winters in the past. Yes, it's going to be chilly, but racing will be going on. Rain, shine, cold, it doesn't matter. We'll be running under the lights all weekend long. Like any runner, uh, horses, you've told us in the past, would prefer the cooler temperatures. You ask any yep. distance runner, uh, you know, they'll tell you the same thing. You, I'd much rather run when it's 55 than when it's 85. So I get the temperature part. Uh, what about the condition of the track? And it doesn't look like we're going to get sure. as much rain as we thought, but how much harder is that on the horse when you are dealing with a sloppy track, Jimmy? You know what? It's not even as, as hard on the horse as it is on the track crew just to maintain the racing surface because we race on a limestone base for the harness surface. So what happens with the rain is it kind of gets almost a little soupy and slick. So we have just graders that will go around the racetrack and basically grade off any of that sloppy surface as the racing night would go on just to try to maintain the track, to keep things just as level as possible and as dry as possible. And then you're basically running a screen around the track between races all night long. So a little bit of rain really doesn't affect things a whole lot. Maybe you see a little bit of a delay every once in a while when you get real heavy rain. But really, otherwise, it's not going to stop racing by any means. The track holds up in really good conditions. It's an all-weather surface. It's a lot easier, actually, than racing on dirt. So for us, for the harness meet, this isn't too bad by any means. Let me ask you something, because before you came on, Jimmy, we had a little discussion about you said 30 below is probably the the limit yep. where you would have horses run, right? And that, that's our contractual obligation to the horseman is the wind chill yeah. gets to 30 below. Okay. Then you kind of yeah. start talking about what the, what the next yeah. things are. And okay. The good thing about harness racing is they can put on a lot of extra levels of clothing, clothing and layers of clothing for the drivers. So maybe you limit the amount of time they're out on the racetrack leading up to a race. But, yeah, they'll race in pretty much any You condition. guys this listen a really to me. hardy group. I got to give you credit. 30 below. It doesn't get 30 below in Siberia. I mean, the, really? the horsemen. That, in other words, every night the horses are racing. Right? Yeah, every night they're racing. Right? They want that opportunity to earn money. They're going to be out there. I tell you, rain or shine, heat That's is right. probably really worse than the cold. That's amazing. Yeah, heat's going to be worse for sure. Yeah, uh, we got we got Belmont in, what a couple weeks, Jimmy? Right uh, for the Belmont? Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, ne next, next Saturday, weekend. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Next Saturday already. How's that field starting to look? You know what? I think the Belmont's going to be okay. It looks like it's going to be a decent race. Ron Bauer's coming back. The horse that won the Preakness, known agenda, a horse who had just a horrible trip in the Kentucky Derby, is pointing for that race. A horse by the name of Rebels Romance may pop up in the Belmont. This was a horse that won over in Dubai and won rather impressively. So you're starting to get some names kind of popping up for the Belmont. It's a mile-and-a-half race. These horses may never go a mile-and-a-half again in the course of their career, but it is. It's lining up to be a pretty good race. We'll know early next week, but I think this will be a quality field for the Belmont. Jimmy, what do we like for this weekend? Uh, a little home cooking again. We got a win over the Hawthorne track last week, so we're staying at Hawthorne again. Again, all these horses bet across the board. Start on Saturday, race five, bet the sixth cash hit. Big effort against Open Company last week. Then go to race six, bet the five Tempest Sealster. This horse is 12 to one in the morning line. And then race eight, bet the two at DJ Lance. Really a good effort in their last out and gets pace to chase again Saturday night. All right, all three races tomorrow night under the lights at Hawthorne. The fifth race, the six horse across the board. The sixth race, the five horse across the board. And then in race number eight, we're going to bet the two across the board. Is that right? 
That's right. We'll build that bankroll for Belmont, boys. Perfect. Jimmy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. You got it. Jimmy! There's Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. And, yeah, let's make some money this uh, holiday weekend. Get out to the track if you can, especially when it gets a little bit nicer on Sunday for racing under the lights. And then we got the Belmont next week. Best plays, Mikey. What are we liking for the holiday weekend? All right, here we go, Carm. I really, I got three plays for tonight. I do other plays that on, on other places. And then uh, somebody just said to me the other day, I go, you know, what's the service play? And the guy said, you're the service play now. So I give out a couple picks on the other, other things that I do that are the same as this one. But I got one that I didn't give anybody else. And, and this one here is, is going to be the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks win again. The Clippers go down 3-0 uh, and oh right now. I know I heard a lot of talk yesterday, Carm, that the Heat was going to win yesterday, mm-hmm. that it was a must game with Jimmy Butler. I think the Clippers are in the same spot, and I think they fall. All right, so the Clippers, as a favorite down 0-2 on the road, right. they're still a small favorite, about 2-2.5. Two, two Mike's right. going with the underdog there tonight. I'm going to go to one of the other NBA games, the Hawks and the Knicks shift down to Atlanta, where Atlanta has the longest home active winning streak in the NBA at 11 games. They're about a four-point favorite. This is actually the largest point spread in the series so far. Uh, I'm going to back the Hawks. I think they've had the better of the play for longer stretches, uh, even though the Knicks guard better. I think Atlanta's just got too much firepower, firepower, and the Knicks don't have enough of it. They're at just 103 points per 100 possessions in the playoffs. That's horrid. They were at 108 during the regular season, and that wasn't very good. They were in the bottom third of the league. I think they're relying on Derek a little bit too much. Mm. So I actually like the Hawks minus the four at home against the Knicks. That's a great point about Derek Rose. Can he do it? He had a pretty good first game. Can he do it three games in a row? I know he's in good shape and stuff like that, but, you know, it doesn't take much, and you know what? He's an older guy now. I liked Houston also, so that was the bonus play. And now right. I got the Cleveland Indians with uh, Eli Morgan. Whoever he is. Making his debut, Mike. Yeah, Yeah. he sounds like a novelist, uh, you know, uh, against uh, uh, Young Jin Ru uh, for Toronto. It's a scary play. I'm going to buy the one and a half minus the 120 uh, and watch this kid, Eli Morgan, uh, perform and dazzle. Got it. All right. The Indians to play there. Yep. And I should probably have my head examined uh, betting the Angels. All gamblers should. I mean, really. I don't know why I'm betting the Angels on the road with that bullpen. Boy, Joe Madden could be in trouble. Oh my wow. god, I tell you. I, mean, I kind of like them as a dog tonight. Now they're 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 plus yes. 130. Otani was supposed to start last night. They had the incident with the bus and he got yep. to the game late. Otani's going to start tonight against Sean Manaya. Uh, Manaya is a minus 145 favorite. He hasn't pitched particularly well. And here's what's interesting to me about Oakland. You know, yeah, they're scrappy. They play good defense, but they're one of six teams in baseball with at least 30 wins. That's impressive, but they're the only one with a negative run differential. All these other teams are like a plus 50, a plus 65, a plus 70. They're a minus six in run differential. I think they've been a little bit lucky, and I think Otani gets the better of them tonight. So I'm going to take the Angels as a small dog tonight at plus one. By the way, I know a guy that put a ton on the Angels on Otani last night. Oh, yeah? And I think he got his money back because it was a pitching-type situation. Probably, yeah. Hopefully it's tonight. Uh, Because... Because I, I don't know what happened, but then then I heard about the the, the deal with the bus. Yes, and, and and some people got screwed. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So, 
Uh, but those are good picks, man. There Once again, go. two baseball games, and we got some basketball for everybody. We come off a 4-0 week, ladies and gentlemen. There's no reason to question this. Make sure this is a destination for everybody. You know, there was destination. I hear there's going to be a friends reunion. Yes. <laughs> 25 years down the line, Carmen's beard will all be great, and miraculously, maybe I'll still be alive you as I be. enter my 90th year or whatever, but we'll have our reunion also and make probably no money at all. Just get together and have coffee. We'll just do it to have fun and uh, yeah. get on memory lane. Exactly right. So those are the plays, everybody. Thank you to our guests, Luke Pergandy and Ooh, Jim Miller. Jimmy. Thank you to Randy Merkin, Randy Sean Davis, yep. and Tyler Aki. And thanks for listening. As always, Mike, you have a wonderful weekend, okay? You too. Happy, uh, happy holidays, ladies and gentlemen. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.